Here's today's federal newscast. Office of Personnel Management Director Jeff Pawn applauds the inclusion of a new hiring flexibility in the 2019 Defense Authorization Act. The NDAA lets civilian agencies recruit and hire recent graduates and college students to certain federal positions more quickly and directly. President Trump signed the NDAA into law earlier this week. Pawn says agencies now have more discretion to determine how many applicants they should consider before making a competitive hire. The Army launches an effort to boost soldiers' chances for civilian employment. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. The Army calls it the Credentialing Assistance Program. Much like the military's Tuition Assistance Program, it will cover soldiers' costs for earning professional certifications that relate to their military specialties. For a trial run, the Army's conducting a limited-user test at Fort Hood, Texas. All soldiers assigned there will be eligible to sign up starting in September. Depending on the results, officials plan to tweak the program and potentially expand it across the service. Jared Serbu. Federal News Radio. Thomas McCaffrey is tapped to become the next Assistant Secretary of Defense for Health Affairs. McCaffrey currently serves as the Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Health Affairs and has been in an Acting Assistant Secretary role since August 2017. He previously served as Vice President of California State Partnerships. He was also the Senior Vice President of the Alliance of Catholic Healthcare. Four FBI employees are promoted to the agency's cyber ranks after several experts vacated them in the recent months. Among the personnel moves, Amy Hess is the new Executive Assistant Director of the Criminal Cyber Response and Services Branch, and Marlon Ritzman is the new Assistant Director of the Information Management Division. Additionally, Michael Gavin moves up to be Assistant Director of the IT Applications and Data Division. Most of the Homeland Security Department's signed non-disclosure agreements do not comply with federal whistleblower laws. DHS regularly requires its employees to sign NDAs to access certain agency systems and information, but the DHS Inspector General says over three-quarters of the ones it reviewed do not ensure federal employees are aware of their own whistleblower rights. House Oversight and Government Reform Committee Ranking Member Elijah Cummings and Member Jerry Connolly say the IG's findings are reason to investigate the issue across government. The State Department approved hundreds of multi-million dollar purchases without ensuring it was getting the most value for their money. A recent Inspector General report finds the agency did not implement a value engineering or VE program mandated by the Office of Management and Budget in 2013. The only bureau that did set up a VE program, the only bureau that did set up a VE program saved nearly $50 million in fiscal 2016 through cost avoidances. Federal scientists called the Trump administration's science policy abysmal. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. That's from a survey of scientists in 16 federal agencies conducted by the left-leaning Union of Concerned Scientists. Several thousand responded. The union claims widespread political interference in what it calls the science policy process. The survey finds many scientists unable to do their jobs effectively because of staffing cuts and a leadership vacuum. Nearly one in four scientists at the EPA say political appointees interfere with their work. I'm Tom Temin. The Defense Innovation Unit says it's taking some time to reflect on the way it works after a few public hiccups. The organization is tasked with courting non-traditional defense companies to solve the Pentagon's problems. DIU Acting Managing Partner Sean Heritage says DIU is being more deliberate about how it communicates and writes contracts to avoid future issues. USAID seeks help to move further away from accepting paper documents. The U.S. Agency for International Development wants to replace its legacy document management system with one that's in the cloud. USAID issues a request for information for a new correspondence management and tracking system. The agency says the new solution would automatically accept correspondence and documentation, sort and categorize it, and then notify the appropriate processing areas and individuals for their feedback and approval. Their objective is to further streamline the intake and triaging process and to reduce the overall dependency on paper. 
Responses to the RFI are due October 15th. I'm Jason Miller. Traveling for work? Federal employees get a little more help with food while on the road. In 2019, the per diem rate set by the General Services Administration will go up to $149 a day. That's $94 a day for lodging and $55 for meals and incidental expenses. The $4 increase for meals compared to 2018. GSA also added Marietta, Georgia as a non-standard per diem area, but it removed 21 other regions from that list. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.